is relevant in this day and age. A commonly heard criticism of religion is that it is blind belief, belief unsupported by the fact of reality. It is a mass of myth and therefore it is irrelevant to our lives today. Today I will tell you that how the teachings of religion are very irrelevant to our lives today as they were 1400 years ago, the Prophet of Islam, peace be upon him, was wise, sharp, clear thinking, and above all, compassionate. Consequently, his teachings were wise, life-changing, and beneficial for all aspects of human life. In brief, we can say that there are three great gifts that the Holy Prophet gave to this humanity. One, he explained the true perspective of reality to taught moral values and ways of developing human relationship and three promoted the use of reason and intellect so now i will explain the first uh, one where he showed us the true perspective of reality the common perception of life held at the time of the holy prophet was that life is merely eating, drinking, and enjoying oneself, and then dying. Desires had become gods. Idol worship was the way to express this belief about worldly life. Material wealth was the be-all and end-all of life, and they did not realize that it is only a brief moment in history. They made physical idols, God from stones or clay, that, pre- that represented their desires, Men created their own gods according to their own fantasies. Gods would be hawkish or dove-like and easily manipulated. Those that all will come to their desires and wishes. Today, people might, might not worship stone-dead idols, but the world of fast food, cars, uh, flickering screens, and self-gratification at fingertips are idols that are all hallmark of our age. The natural, it is natural to believe uh, that the denial of soul and immorality and the fact that he will be raised after death and will be accountable for the life that he lived here on earth. The Prophet Muhammad وسلم, was a very, his message was very simple. He declared, believe in one God and he said, He is the Lord, He is supreme, there is no one like Him, and He is alone with worthy of all praise. This was the breath of fresh air, He taught, There is no comparison to Him, nothing is like Him, He is matchless and peerless, the Almighty, the Avenger, the majestic Lord of the universe. He taught that we should fear Allah, since such fear is the beginning of all wisdom, the Prophet, peace be upon him, declared. 
Yes, it is true that most fears are unhealthy and helpful and, and unhelpful. However, the fear of Allah is not like that. It instills in a man a sense of reality. It takes away the delusional side of life and puts remorse and regret for our sins. It removes illusion and deception that we may have. In fact, there is nothing neurotic about the fear because he is the being that we should be afraid of and there is nothing else besides this that we should fear. Man being a control freak would love to have a God who can easily be controlled. However, the God of Islam, the God of Muhammad, peace be upon him, in fact, the God of all prophets of Abraham, Moses, and Jesus, is the one almighty, powerful, controlling God who is loving, patient, and exalted. This was a revolution that Muhammad, peace be upon him, brought about. Human life is a journey on earth and probationary period of good, doing good that then entitles us to divine proximity in paradise and the beautif beautific vision in the hereafter. This is beautifully expressed in the, uh, in the Holy Quran, where in Surah Kahf verse 8 it says, We have adorned the earth with attractive things so that we may test people to find out which of them do best. And then again in the same uh, Surah, Surah Kahf, in verses 48 to 51, it says, Wealth and children are the attractions of this world, uh, worldly life, but lasting good works have a better reward and give a better ground for hope. The Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, did not teach us about how to gain wealth or how to make money or to thrive in business or how to better manage our accounts. He taught precious principles and values that enrich and make our lives worth living for. Principles we will truly appreciate at the end of our lives. It is all it is all we are really left with. The riches of soul and spirit dwarfs all other riches as they endure like no other from from of wealth we know. Now I'll move to the second point. Um, how the Holy Prophet taught moral values and ways of developing human relationship. Individualism and self-centeredness uh, are two features of our society. It is placing the human being at the center stage of everything when people feel there is no need for empathy, kindness, forgiveness and patience, a liberal attitude of human behavior. One result of this self-centered individualistic society is that it is a society that is relationship hungry. People are hungry of authentic, significant and mature relationship. On the other hand, the Prophet of Islam, peace be upon him, promoted development of strong character and moral values so that human relations may flourish. Whatever the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, taught, it was for our maximum flourishing in Islam. What matters most is the inner values of love, kindness, and charity, rather than the counter-attributes of power, wealth, and fame. He also taught us developing strong, a strong character. A major objective of Islamic teachings and preachings is to help people develop strong character that is reflected in their lives 
as kindness, generosity, patience, forgiveness. The aim is to produce good citizens capable of distinguishing right from wrong and capable of doing the right things. Our behavior is in the end an outcoming of our belief. Or to put in the, it the other way around, what we actually believe will in, invariably uh, become apparent through our attributes and actions. Our Holy Prophet also taught us gratitude and forgiveness. Here I would like to give some examples of the Prophet moral behavior and two moral values that he promoted amongst his followers, gratitude and forgiveness. The Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, said, He who does not show gratitude to people cannot be grateful to Allah either. Research And then the Holy Prophet also taught us to forgive uh, how uh, to forgive uh, your enemies, and we see in his lifetime that he always forgave uh, uh, his enemies. When we look at the time when the same people of Mecca who had kicked uh, the Holy Prophet out of his house or out of Mecca, and he had to leave the city that he loved the most. When a time came uh, when they were stricken with famine, the Holy Prophet وسلم, sent them uh, a, a supply of food and 500 gold coins as charity from Muslims of Medina. And then we also see at the time of the victory of Makkah how he forgave everybody. The most extreme enemy he had, he, he forgave every one of them, no matter who it was. This was the level of forgiveness that the Holy Prophet ﷺ had in him. And this teaches us in this life that we need to be um, loving, uh, kindness uh, to others so that we can promote peace and harmony in the society that we live in. The third point that I would like to make or the Holy Prophet ﷺ taught us was about uh, how he promoted the use of reason and intellect. The Holy Quran constantly encourages readers to use their reason and logical faculties when experiencing and observing physical realities around them. This way, this way of thinking brought about a seismic change in human history. It taught people to use reason, logic, and observation. These are the basic uh, basis of scientific and empirical method. So Muslims lay the foundation of modern science. Now, Professor Morris uh, has pointed out the existence in the Quran of several scientific statements that are amazingly accurate in the light of modern science. For example, the Quran describes the origin of life in general and devotes a great deal of space to the morphological transformation undergone by man repeatedly emphasizing the fact that Allah fashioned him as he willed. We likewise dis discover statements of human reproduction that are expressed in precise terms that lend themselves in comparison with the secular knowledge we today possess on the object, a concept of creation of the world which we fully in keeping with today's general theories on the formation of the universe uh, 
statements that are in perfect agreement with today's ideas concerning the movement and evolution of the heavenly bodies, notions concerning the water cycle in nature and the earth's relief, which were not proven correct until many centuries later. This is contrary to the notion of blind faith in science and technology. This is the notion that science and technology will eventually solve and cure all human problems. Science is rediscovering some of the realities and facts that the Muslims have all, always been familiar with since the Middle Ages. Similarly, the social science and humanities are rediscovering some of the uh, perennial truth that the Holy Quran taught 1400 years earlier. So these were some of the teachings that the Holy Prophet sallallahu brought 1400 years ago. And we can see how it is relevant in this day and age. May Allah enable us to follow the teachings of the Holy Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Jazakallah.